the new Starbucks drink. <gasps> Jump right in, Amanda. Don't waste <laughs> any time. Do you mean the one that I told you? Yes. So if you listened to our last admin episode, well, in case you didn't know, we're back. We're back. But also, if you didn't listen, go back and listen. Go back and listen. Come back and listen to this. Episode like, one. We, can't, we don't have time to give you the whole backstory. Yeah. You just need to jump into this coffee date All I know is are. that I need to tell you that I've tried the cold brew with the cold foam and two pumps gingerbread and it slaps it's so good so right? good it's so, so good. good okay and i'm drinking my um second go-to this is like okay this is my go-to when i'm like i don't need the calories of which do i ever need mm-hmm. the calories of the other thing no but like what i'm like yeah side note yeah. does the cold foam have the calories because i feel like the cold brew has none definitely cold brew has zero none. calories yeah Cold brew has negative calories. Yeah, negative. As you're drinking it, you're losing Girl math. Girl math. Girl, this is girl math. math. I I have to swallow to drink it. Therefore, if it's zero calories, it is negative calories. I am exercising by drinking this cold brew. Therefore, the cold brew is free because I'm not wasting calories. Exactly. So that's what I think. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to tell you that cold brew is zero calories. So enjoy it. It's not true, but just enjoy it. Okay. Live in denial for a little bit longer. And I am drinking... A grande americano, extra mm. shot of espresso, two pumps mm-hmm. of peppermint with steamed oat milk. Wow, that is a good order. It's just like that's you know, Christmas. The americano is mm-hmm. negative calories. Can I tell you that americanos always remind me of you? Yeah, it's like it. That's like my yeah. tried and true. Mm-hmm. It's got the caffeine. Mm-hmm. It's got the coffee. I. So, like, lattes just can be way too milky, milky. for me Yes, sometimes. I feel the same. Yeah. That's why I love the cold brew, because I need the bitter taste. Yeah, well, so Americanos are just water and espresso. Oh. And then you just put the oat milk steamed, because mm-hmm. I like it extra hot, which we've already discussed. Mm-hmm. We want to burn then, your tongue. want to burn my tongue. And then I <laughs> like a little bit of peppermint. It's just like a little, like, oop. Yeah. There it is. It's like a little, oh, Christmas. Oop, breath mint in my, in my coffee. <laughs> so, so oh, good. Okay, and then so. if I want to get crazy, I'll sometimes add whipped cream, but, like, not today. Okay, not today. Okay. Today's a normal day. I like day. it. I love this. Okay, Today's so- a normal day because we're talking about these normal guys. <laughs> That's great. great segue. It's a great segue. Today, so last week we talked about Mary and Joseph, and that was a story of humility. Humility, yes. So today we are diving into the story of the shepherds, and this will be a story of contentment because, as we all know, Cammie and I were just saying, I, as we were recording this, was getting blasted with emails for Black Friday and all the things that I need to buy in order to make my life happy and a success, <laughs> according to the also, world. <laughs> can, I just, can I just go on a rant for a yes, second? please. This is the time. I'm sorry. What happened to Black Friday? Not being on Friday. Being the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm sorry. Know. Is every day Friday? Oh, if it's no. Black Friday every day for this whole month, then why am I not having Saturday tomorrow? So this proves the point of this episode for me because... It's like we are in a we are in a world where everyone wants to one up yes. and always get ahead and you got to do 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 and you got to be 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 like yes. all these things. So Black Friday wasn't enough. Do you know why? Because we couldn't wait for Black Friday to come. So now all these businesses say, "Quick, early Black Friday, get ahead of the game, buy before you anyone know what else." I want, I want to get in a time machine. I want to go to Black Friday where people are elbowing me. That's right. I want to get to Black Friday where there's a line outside at 3 a.m. Because it's only on this day. (laughs) But now, if I saw that, I'd be like, what are you doing? It's been going on for a month. You already missed it. I know. 
Isn't that sad? No, it's so sad. It's one of Can I tell you something else? Yes. As we're just clearly in a... This is the time. Speaking of contentment, and I'm angry. (laughs) I'm mad (laughs) by the time we get this episode. Okay, so I... Of course, I'm room mom of Olsen School. Why? Do I have enough going on? No, because you're I need to be room mom. Of course. (laughs) So they asked me to do like a little backdrop photo op for the whole threes hallway for his preschool. I'm a little nervous. (laughs) Of course they asked me to do it because I say yes to everything, which is a problem and I'm working on it. Okay. But can I just, like, get a little backdrop off of Amazon? Of course not. Do I have to do a, like, full-on balloon arch and, like, no. a whole... Of course, because it's me. And I, I don't know how to not, okay? <laughs> so, first of all, the, the thing where I knew I had taken it too far was we had collected money for his class. And, like, okay. I had only asked for, like, $5 per kid. That's not going to pay no, for your balloon for the arch, whole semester, For the whole semester, okay? Really? That's not going to pay for one of not your parties. <laughs> so, basically, Steven's funding this whole... <laughs> thing for this semester let's just be honest but the teacher asked me because I guess they were getting Chick-fil-a for like all the kids okay if I had any money left over Mm -hmm. from my backdrop to like give towards the food and I wanted to like laugh at her face I was not only do I have money I'm negative I'm in the hole money left over I'm putting into my life savings for this backdrop that you clearly don't even care about why don't know because you think I had money left over from this masterpiece But where the story is was going is I had this vision in my head of I have the backdrop. It's going to be like this balloon arch over it. And then I'm like, I need an inflatable turkey because then the kids oh. can take a picture next to the inflatable turkey. Kimmy, I thought the school provided no, that. Did you see the pictures? Yes. That was me. All me. All me. And actually, okay, again, side note, I had a mo- I had a teacher be no. like, who was one of Olsen's teachers last no. year. And I can't tell if she like likes me or hates me like I truly don't know and it's definitely one or the other I'm either like her number one or her arch negative like she yeah can't stand me I think it's that she can't stand me but I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt but she literally like sees me come in with this like turkey balloon arch and turkey and she's like of course Olsen's mom got that like something like that no of course and like the way she said it it was like one of those like mean girl moments like of course and I like and I, I hate when moms do something like that because it's like that's rude. It immediately like okay, if if she was trying to be nice, the correct thing to say would have been like, "That's this amazing. is so cool. Yes. I love that you did yes. that. Wow, correct. Like, that's the way your friends went out. Of course, blah blah blah." And I just was like, Ha-ha-ha, "I love being a mom." <laughs> Kept walking, but then it made me even feel. Then you felt insecure. Yes. And here's the problem: I come from a long line of moms that do this. My mom did way more than I've ever done. Yes. She's like was the epitome room mom. So I'm like, I'm just like. I'm just here meeting the bar. Yes. I'm just like doing what, and I love this, I love parties, whatever. Aww. So then I felt like I need to minimize, and then I felt stupid for doing this backdrop, but I was like, no. 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 I did this, and it was cute. Anyways, so all this to say. And also have, the kids probably thought it was so the cool. The kids loved it, the families loved yes. it, and in like, I, whatever. And you enjoy, I enjoy it. it. I yes. wanted to do it. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Gosh, be nice. Be kind, people. Be kind. And be content. Honestly, if you're saying a compliment, <laughs> something that's out of your mouth like that, and you're like, ooh, that actually wasn't a compliment. That came from a place of bitterness. Like, yeah. just like retract it. Yes. Or like find that person later and be like, hey, I said that. That wasn't right. That was not. Yes. But I, it, that could have come across the wrong way. This is what right. I meant. And honestly, this could be my own insecurity. So maybe I'm the problem here. But regardless. It's the, me. The point, Hi. <laughs> I'm the real mom. It's me. <laughs> I can do too much. It's me. Okay. Anyways, the whole point of this, this is nothing to do with the shepherds, was that we, we have a turkey out front of, in our yard. Okay. Okay. Yes. We've is that one. the same turkey? Well. You didn't double dip the turkey? Well. Can we? I, well, I wanted to use the turkey that was our turkey. 
But our turkey, something happened, and okay. he looked like decapitated. Okay. Like his head, okay. it's like he had already been half baked, and his head was leaning forward, and like could not stand oh, up. And I'm God. like, I cannot bring this turkey to this backdrop. Like it's not it. So I decide that I'm gonna. I the force of the day before, I'm like, I need to get a new turkey. This will not suffice. Like, okay. I need a new one. But then I'm like, I can get a new turkey, and obviously this is all out of our pocket. But then we can just keep the new turkey, and I can throw away the old turkey. Well, obviously. Okay. Well, this is this is early November. Okay. Can I find one single turkey at a store? No. no. And do you know why? Why? Because the turkeys went away with Halloween. Which does Christmas that, is up. That doesn't make any sense. Thank you. Does that make any sense? No. no. Thanksgiving hasn't happened. It, my point exactly. I said, mm, okay, I'm talking Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, Target, at home. Every place I called, they're like, oh, yeah. Um, Turkey decor, We put those though, away I... with the Halloween stuff because now it's Christmas. Oh. Is it Christmas? Because, because I haven't celebrated Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> I have not had turkey. I have oh. not had stuffing. I have not had pumpkin pie. This is going to be a word for another mom out there who's like, I'm just trying to keep up here. Right. Okay? Like, we always have to be one step ahead. And I'm just tired. So, I'm sorry. I needed to buy my turkey in July. <laughs> next year. Next year it'll be. Actually. Sorry. Fourth of July already note. happened. So, the turkeys are away. <laughs> side note. Excuse you? This actually, yes, you kind of do. Because, side note, we are doing this thing called, um the polar express that like does in a very oh cute gosh, right downtown thing here this is the perfect example of this i this was in june or july i can't july. remember which one july. july i remember because i cried yes <laughs> and real tears i had to be thinking as did cami as did probably 800 other moms out there had to be thinking about holiday plans with my children this. in july no joke because this event sells out in july, in july and i learned this last year by trying to get tickets in november and lol everyone was like ha November, you're supposed to get those in the summer. July. I was like, and, for Christmas? And the, the funniest part about it is they give you, like, all these dates. Like, this calendar, I'm like, how am I supposed to pick a date? Because who knows what I'll be doing in December? It's July. And I'm like, how did everyone else base their decisions? Oh like, how goodness. would I know? So I picked a Monday simply because I was like... Quickest available, too. Yeah, I was like, maybe this one will be the one no one else picks. And since I don't have any plans on Monday, December 4th, because <laughs> it's July, <laughs> we'll pick that day. So that's what we did. Oh, so which will be we would have already been by the time this episode oh, is. Right. So what a fun time we're so look we just had so much fun. We had so much no. well, polar express, I can't wait. I'm glad I'm thinking ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> glad I planned this in July. But the point of the shepherds that we're gonna share today was that we when we we're reading your story, we're like, man, these dudes were basically basic. They were just living their everyday life when God interrupted them with the miraculous. But they were I feel like and again, we don't know the posture of their heart. Like I don't know if they were content in their job, but man, they just showed up and they were doing the thing. And that is like more than half the battle. Yes. Yes. As we were like talking about this, I told Cammie, I was like, you know, there are some days where I'm like, I don't know if I did it right. I don't know if I like met the bar that I set. And we talked about this last week of like expectation versus like what your intention is or intention versus expectation. But I'm like, I really do have to give myself grace on some days as do like all of us. Um, But I've, just in like talking to the Lord and in my quiet time, I really do feel him say to me a lot, like, but girl, like you showed up, yeah. you're doing exactly what I've asked you to do. I've never asked you for excellence. You know, mm-hmm. he's asked me to be obedient to him and to obey him and his word and to like do the things that he's called me to do. And that's truly what I feel like the shepherds were doing. Yeah. Well, and, okay. You know, what's so funny is you were saying that. And I was thinking about how when I look back on my childhood, if we're just talking about motherhood for a second, mm-hmm. and I think about my mom. I can't remember all the things that she did for me, but what I remember was that 
she was she there for was me. there for me yes because the message the big 100%. picture is what and like even in friendships it's like I can't name all the things that you've done mm-hmm. but like we have enough history together that I can confidently say Amanda is a loyal good friend to yeah me. that's sweet. and it's not because of like these specific instances. You can't think of all these things I've right. done. Totally. And so the funny thing was with the backdrop that I did for Olsen, <laughs> four different times, I like tried to make a point to be like, Olsen, Do you love did it? you know that mommy did this? Like <laughs> almost like I, to the point where I almost sat out of my mouth and then I saw myself because I was like, Cammie, this is so ridiculous. Olsen, do you appreciate no, me? No, I almost <laughs> was like, Olsen, the other moms didn't do this. Just <laughs> your mom. Like I did. But like, it really doesn't matter. Like, and no, like he didn't get so it. He didn't know. care. And I didn't do it for that. At the end of the day, I like doing it because I was like, I want to That's your love language, too. So love language for yes. him. And I got to spend more time in his school. That is but so funny. But he will look back. If I, I all these little things, there. he will be like, my mom was there for me. Like, and he won't even ever know the sacrifices that I make because yeah. um, although parenting is like the most thankless job of all time. But he will know that I love him. Yes, absolutely. And I don't know who this is for, but I literally just felt yeah. the Lord impress this on my heart. If you are listening to this and you're a full-time working mom, an eight-to-five mama, I need you to know that the Lord is saying the same thing for you. That's so good. Like, you don't you don't even have to be... Like, if the Lord has called you, every family is different. Every motherhood calling is different. And if you find yourself in a season of, like, you do work full-time, and whether it's because you love your job and this is, like, what you've chosen, or it's something where you don't really have a choice and you have to work full-time, I just want you to know, as a mother... There is like God is using every single moment, and your kid will remember so good. you being there. Oh, not well, he won't remember the hours. I, and I can speak from experience. Yes, because my mom worked corporate growing up full time, eight to five, and no, she wouldn't pick me up from school. But like, you better believe at five o'clock she was taking me to like all the extracurriculars yeah. of driving me around DFW to for do ovation it. for ovation, which <laughs> I met Cammy. Shout out, thank you, mom. Woo. Um, but seriously, I just think that there's not one moment in the past where I look back and I'm like, okay, well, my mom was working all the time. She was traveling. She did meetings. Like, I don't remember her not being there. I truly just remember her being there anytime I needed yeah. her. Well, every mom is a full-time mom. I think right. that's something I've realized. Yes, it doesn't matter yes. what your hours look like. Mm-hmm. My job in this season mm-hmm. happens to be parenting and watching my kids during the hours of eight to four when mm-hmm. Steven's at work. Mm-hmm. But like if I had to give that to somebody else and their job was watch my kids, that wouldn't mean I wasn't being a mom while totally. I'm at work. Cause I'm still, you're still mom. You're still thinking about them. Yes, yes exactly. for sure. Like, you know, that doesn't it doesn't shut off. No, it doesn't shut off. And I, I'm going to use this to segue into the shepherds because we're going to read a scripture in a second. But when I think about the shepherd, the term in general, I was saying to Amanda, like I was getting like, you, I think you said the Mary one was really what connected to you. This yes. week, for some reason, the shepherds was like bringing me to tears. Aww. Because I think it was just noticing how often in scripture God talks about shepherds, refers to Jesus as a shepherd, mm. chooses shepherds. Like David was a shepherd at one point. Moses was a shepherd at one point. Like there's just something about it. And I think it's the idea of caring for a flock. Yeah. And, and like the... I don't know much about being a shepherd, but um, sheep don't seem like the smartest animal. They don't seem like the cleanest animal. <laughs> they don't always seem like the most like appreciated animal. No, they don't think they're thanking the shepherds. Oh. Like they, you know, they are kind of just like do do do. Yes, they really are. And like it kind of reminds me of this season of motherhood I'm in right now. And we even have my own sheep. life, where I'm like, I have a flock that I'm 
trying to care for and I'm like I can just picture the shepherds like packing their lunch for the day and like wanting to get by their sandwich and then the sheep like runs off and they're like dang (laughs) it I just started eating my lunch and now I gotta go get this one sheep and like how even in scripture it says he like he leaves the 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 one like there's John 10 which is probably my favorite chapter in all of the bible it's actually the chapter I was reading the day that Olson was born it's like what I think is like his life verse, which is so cool, but and it's the one. And it's John Olson. I, yeah, I know. There's so many. Th- I was going through the entire Bible that year, and the day that he had me born, we were in John 10, and it's literally, and that's the the John Wait. 10 is where it says, "I've come to give you life and life to the fullest," which I'm like, that is just, that is John, just Olson John Olson. To yes, he does live life to the fullest. But my prayer for him is, it's also the one that says, like, "I'm the good shepherd, and the sheep know the voice of the shepherd, mm. and like they don't listen to the enemy; they listen, they know his voice." So and I good. like declare that over him that he would know the voice of the Lord, and yes. that he would not like listen to the voice of the enemy yeah and I speak that for me but there's just so much about the shepherds that like I think if God could have chosen any other job to like to use it as an example he could have chosen any other job to reveal the coming of the king to which we'll read in the scripture like there's all there's just so many other way more glorious things but he chose like this example of caring for a flock the daily mundaneness of like just doing the thing in the trenches with mm-hmm. these sheep, like mm-hmm. you know, in the like they had, he had to bathe the sheep, clean the sheep. There's just so much to that job that's just so unglamorous. And I think for me in this season of my life, life can feel very unglamorous. Like just not, it's just not you know the most Instagrammable filter moments right. of this last year. But it's like the real laying my life down, and I'm actually finding like a deep contentment in totally. that when I like just accept it and thank the Lord for it. Mm -hmm. And in that contentment of like just doing the day-to-day life, I have an expectation that God is still going to meet me with the miraculous. And that's exactly what he did with the shepherds. I love that so much. Do you want to read the scripture? Yes. Well, when you were saying you find yourself in an unglamorous season, that that like relates to the shepherds. But I also, whenever you were saying that, thought like I find myself in a thankless season. Wow. Which I yeah. also think is still oh, the shepherds. Sure. You know, like the sheep are not thinking him. No. Like no, really nobody is thinking yeah. them. And in fact, they're probably only hearing about it if like there's a problem. Something traumatic Something happens. Something bad happens. Yes, and it's like, exactly. we didn't do a good job. But right. no one's being like, way to go. Exactly. Your sheep are alive. Yes. And sometimes it's like, yes, my sheep are alive and bathed. <laughs> yes. Glory to God. And guess Hallelujah. what? It, took everything in yes. me to get there like not only did I show up I tried my very hardest and did anyone thank me no no, no they did not <laughs> oh goodness okay so we're gonna read Luke 2 8 and it says there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified but the angel said to them do not be afraid I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them, what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it was, um, were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. 
But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen, they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. There Mary goes pondering again. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Sweet Mary. Old Mary just pondering showing us what humility looks like, girly. <laughs> Thanks for that. Man, I'm not great at pondering. I'll tell you that. Listen, if something happens, I will say I am the first to be like tell my husband, tell a friend, like get, you know, I have to yeah. real, it takes like, it's outside of my flesh to need to be like, ah, I'm going to yeah. take a breather. I'm going to sit with the Lord. I just, I think because I'm such a verbal processor yes. that I am very quick to like go to the person that I can hear their like tangible voice immediately yeah. back. And the Lord has really, I don't know about you, but like the Lord has really been teaching me that like you can rest yes. and you can come to me yeah. and you may not have the answer today, but like you can promise that you can still speak yeah. to me about it. This is again, total <laughs> side note, this has nothing to do with the shepherds. It's back to Mary for a second. But when I, when you were saying that I was thinking though, and I know you'll relate to this, there is something about that first postpartum couple weeks though, that feels so holy oh and my gosh. crazy really and like does. out of it's worldly just, yeah, yeah. that I do think that is like, like I had moments for sure with Olsen and then with Elle, like, in those first couple of weeks where you are, like, pondering. Because you're like, what just, just happened? What just happened? And yes. imagine, like, then there's shepherds. Like, it's like they knew. Mary and Joseph at this point already knew that Jesus was the Messiah because the angels had told them. But this is well, something I've just thought of reading this today. was, like, this was a sign of confirmation also to them because these shepherds show up and are, like, an angel told us to come look for the Messiah. Yeah. And they're, like... So now this is the first, besides Elizabeth, I think, and, like, John leaping in her womb, this is the first, like, outward declaration of, like, hey, you didn't, like, you were right. Like, Mm -hmm. God's confirming what he told you, like, now from other people. Yeah. And these shepherds are, like, showing up and had, like, looked for this thing. that, And then they're, like, probably freaking out because they're, like, the angels told us this was going to happen. Right, right, yes. And so it's, like, this big, like, celebration, but... If we go back to the beginning of the verse, the thing that I think when we were processing this at first, Amanda, that made me cry was in verse one. No, it's the first one we read, Luke 2, 8. It says, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And how many shepherds, aka mamas, have been up in the middle of the night. Keeping watch over keeping their flocks. Keeping watch over your flocks. At night. <laughs> it's just so... Ugh sweet it does and it's just like nobody was thinking again like nobody was thinking these shepherds like nobody was being like hey i saw you up in the middle of the night checking on your sheep thanks for that or you know like we know in our lives that god sees us and that he is watching us and that all these little things that really aren't so little they're actually big things and they feel like these little mundane moments really do matter But I think, again, just, like, reading the Advent story and asking the Lord to speak to you in a new way, like, that is what spoke to you in this moment. And so it's just, like, to me, this is, like, such a reminder that, like, really everything, the Bible is so relevant. So relevant. And it's, like, the Advent story is so relevant. So it's, like, we read these moments and then immediately we can be, like, covered with just this sense of, like, gratitude and peace and relief of, like, okay, like, yeah, I can relate to that too. Well, and it's like them living out, it's like they're just living their life Mm -hmm. and they're doing like, when I think of like the night, it's like, it's the part of, for me, it's like, I was thinking literal night time, like feedings, but Mm -hmm. like for whatever your job is, whatever season is, it's the parts of your job that are just probably the hardest. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, those shepherds wanted to sleep. Like they were tired. Like 
they're human. They wanted to rest. Mm-hmm. And I even, like, I don't, know, I don't know who this is for, but I just was thinking about when you were talking to Amanda, like, night also can be, like, those, when you're praying for someone in your family that doesn't know Jesus, mm-hmm. that is, no one knows that. Like, no one knows that you've spent hours mm-hmm. and hours, like, mm-hmm. in the nighttime praying for them. Or when you're in a nighttime season, like, yeah. caring for an elderly parent. Or, you know, you're, you're there's parts about your job that, like, you hate and you have to do it. And you're like, I'm just like trying to do the nighttime thing. And it was in that place that because they were awake, because they were doing what they're supposed to do, because they were exactly where God needed them, even though to them, it probably felt like I'm literally just doing the basic thing. Like it was like, you know, giving God glory in the big and basic things was like what we always say with our podcast. Like, it's like, you're just doing something that to you feels so simple. And like what you have to do in that moment and then the next verse, that's eight. And then nine, it's an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of God shone around them. And they were terrified. Yeah, they were terrified. Yeah, because, because they've done this every down. night, probably for the, like 20 years before, however long. Oh and like gosh. all of a sudden God like interrupts their mundane with like this glory, like just thing of, and it, it's like, man, like they were just completely overtaken by the presence yeah. of God and they did like nothing necessarily to deserve it but yet they were just being faithful with exactly where they were at yeah that's so good so going back to what we feel like the shepherds have reminded us about is contentment Mm. and like we kind of mentioned earlier in this episode I do feel like we just live in a world where like I said, Black Friday is now on Tuesday, so don't know where that came from. But Tuesday, I'm sorry, Tuesday, Tuesday of October first. <laughs> so I just think that we, in this like season of like whatever whatever season the world is in, I don't know what the season is for the world, but whatever it is, I can just feel this like more, 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 and like be the best and get ahead and like so much comparison mm-hmm. of like look at the mom next to you or look at the whatever season event, look at the wedding that that person just planned that you're not gonna have or. Whatever it is, like whatever you are walking through, I can just, I feel the like, I feel the pressure, you know, Mm -hmm. even not, if not even for myself, just for like friends or family who are walking through something. And this to me was like, just again, like a good reminder that like the Lord has, he does not waste time with anybody and like he doesn't waste jobs with anyone. And like he has a calling for you exactly like he did for these shepherds. And what is so crazy is like, because we live in this world of like, do more, be more, be big. There's obviously like Christian influencers, even like Cammy and I were talking about this, who maybe have like a bigger platform and whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's like mommy blogging or like, you know, something in your like business, whatever it is that you do, where it's like that person does a better job than me, or they're more qualified for me. What's insane is that the sh- these shepherds and doing their mundane, basic, but like holy and good and purposeful job ended up being the ones who got to be the first evangel, like they got to evangelize yes. to people and share the story and share that the Messiah had come and that Jesus was here and um, people rejoiced. Yeah. And like, that's what, the, that that again is just such a reminder, like that he chooses the, he chooses the lowliest for like the highest places. Yes. Well, and like you're right with the shepherds, like it says that they were the first, they went and they saw the sign, they saw the baby. And then while Mary was pondering the things in her heart, it says that they were going off and started telling people about what was happening. And I was saying to Amanda, like thinking about that, they didn't have like newspapers even, or, you know, nowadays like Instagram, social media, whatever, like they were literally just telling like their family, their friends, but that matters to God. Like Mm -hmm. that, like your circle and just being faithful to declare the testimonies of what God's done in your everyday life, like to the people around you, 
can witness so much to the glory of the Lord. And yeah. and they were bold and not afraid to say that because what we have to think about too is like there had been, you know, bef- in between the Old Testament and the New Testament, there's like 400 years of silence basically. Mm-hmm. Like, so they're waiting for the Messiah, but nothing had happened. Right. And so now these random shepherds are like, yeah, an angel showed up and told me and then I went and saw this baby and it's the Messiah. And like everyone around them could have been like, you are actually mm-hmm. insane. You're just um, a shepherd. Yeah, you're just a shepherd. Yeah. Who, who do you think you mm-hmm. are? And I don't know about you, but go like, watch your that, sheep, right? But that who <laughs> yeah. do you think you are is such what the enemy uses uh-huh. over my life. Oh, over there's your, Olsen's oh, mom there's... bringing in the big old turkey. Yes. You know who I mean? do you think you are, Olsen's mom bringing in the <laughs> back so, But that's so true. It's so true. And it's, it's so like, true. no, I'm here because yes. this is my love language, and the Lord has like called me to be a room mom, and this is what I'm yes. doing with my time. And it's like it doesn't honestly. Same with the shepherds. Same with mom shaming whatever. It doesn't matter what other people think. Like, this is not about us. Like, this story never was about us. Like, this is about honoring Jesus. And, like, now for the Christmas season, we get to celebrate on Christmas Day that, like, he's our savior. He's coming back. Like, whatever anyone else has to say about me bringing in the balloon arch, bye. Well, it's that (laughs) imposter syndrome where you think, like, well, who am I to, like, who am I to share this story? Who am I to tell this testament? Mm-hmm. Who am I to like talk about God? I don't have all the answers. I don't know every, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a, like, mm-hmm. you know, these lies that we hear, or maybe you're hearing this and you're like, I've only been a believer for a year. Like, and you're going in this holiday season thinking, I want to tell my family about my newfound faith, but I don't want to say anything because I don't have all the answers. And what if they ask me a tough mm-hmm. question? And, and I don't have the what if they judge me? I don't yeah. like, and it's like, no, like you're a shepherd. Mm-hmm. You are a shepherd mm-hmm. and you're a normal everyday person. Like That's right. open your mouth and just tell the good news of what God's done in your yes. life. You don't have all the answers. And like, I'm no. sure, you, know you may many, not have the answers, but you have right. a testimony. Yes. Like, you know many, like I'm sure when the shepherd said like, Hey, I saw this baby and like the angels came. Do you know how many questions they probably got? And oh. they did that they did not have the answers to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even like those people smarter than them that were like, well, did he meet this prophecy? Mm-hmm. Well, like, was he, was this right? Was he of right. the line of David? Like right. all these things that the Pharisees or whoever could have said, they were only concerned about like, this is my story. What I saw with my own eyes. Yeah. And, and, I have and to what tell they could understand, yes. you know, what they could make sense of. But like. If we're like getting down to the nitty gritty, that's not faith. Like yeah. faith is literally blindly trusting the Lord and being like, okay, I'm going to trust that like what he says is true versus like what I can make sense yeah, of. Yeah, that's so good. It's so, and like it, it really, this whole story is just this remind reminder of like, it is not up to me to write the amazing parts of my story. Mm-mm. It is up to me to be obedient and faithful in my day to day. And if I do that every day, like, and I, I immediately thought of this, so I'm sure this is going to encourage somebody, but like, Hey, if you're listening to this and you're single and you're waiting for a spouse, like you don't have to write your own love story. No, you yeah, need to be faithful good. and pray and show up and go on that date. If someone mm-hmm. sets you up and you know, like do what you need and to do. And even if this person's maybe outside of like the age bracket, right, exactly. that you, would, you know what <laughs> I mean? Step like, out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like just the things that you think, okay, well, like I don't do that or yes. I don't do this. And it's like, says who? Says Ask who? the Lord. Yes. Yeah. But it's not up to you to be the one to like, you know, write this perfect thing. Like, and, and I think it's the same with us. Like right now I'm like, I just get to show up and say yes mm-hmm. to what he puts in front of me that I know is him. And everything else, it's it really is up to him. Like, I think of that with songwriting all the time. Like yeah. I go to a songwriting session and like how many songs have I written that no one will ever hear? Yeah. Except for the Lord. But that they were worshiped to him. Yeah, but they're worshiped to him. But yeah. then there's 
like a couple songs I've written that like millions of people listen to, right. which I'm like, that's crazy. But like, but some weren't for a yes, lot of people. But some that was were up just to him. for him. Right? It was up exactly. to God. I like, I can tell you right now, the two songs I've had the most like quote unquote like success with, mm-hmm. I had no different feeling leaving that songwriting session then, than other songs that no one has ever heard yeah like i like all the songs the same because mm-hmm. they were all written for him you know and yeah. i'm like but he got to decide which ones people hear and which ones they didn't and yeah but i just have to show up and be faithful and obedient and it's even like this with our podcast like yes we could do a podcast that could like randomly blow up and go viral right or we could like do this or our moms see- could listen to yeah. this episode <laughs> exactly <laughs> and Which i could be like likely. thanks mom thanks mom so glad you laughed at my jokes um okay last thing and again i feel like we're getting just like words for different listeners right now but on a on a kind of closing note here i went through a season after i had my second child my sweet son um where i was up in the middle of the night at the same time almost every night for probably three months. And when I tell you that I started to become like fearful, I started to get like even nervous to go for bedtime to come because Mm -hmm. I would get really anxious of like, okay, well, I don't know why I'm going to go to bed. I'm just going to wake up at 2 a.m. again or 3 a.m. again. And it started the first month being like, okay, why is this happening? Because it wasn't, it was annoying because I was past that season of like my son had just started sleeping through the night and so it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I I shouldn't, yes, like now everyone is asleep in the house. Like, why am I awake? And in the beginning, it was like definitely a lot of fear in that. Like I would just go, I remember I would go to all four corners of my home and this would be at like 3.30 in the morning and I'd be up for like an hour and I would just be kind of like, I would go to all four corners of my home and just pray over each corner of my home in the middle of the night. And again, nobody saw that except the Lord, you know, not even my, not even the people living in my home saw this because they were asleep and like the beginning had like a lot of fear and like questions and anxiety. And then the more, and then it continued to happen every night. And I was asking God like, okay, just let me sleep through the night tonight, please. Like I have to get up and be mom tomorrow. Like I just want to make it through this night. And that didn't happen the first couple of times I prayed and asked that. But what did happen is like the Lord completely shifted my heart of like, okay, I have purpose for waking you up in the middle of the night. And so, oh my gosh, I'm probably going to cry. No, I was going to cry when you're saying And so when he would wake me up, I was like not even scared anymore. I was just like, like I would take a deep breath and I'd be like, okay, like we're here again. And I don't know why I'm awake, Lord. But what I do know is that like, I'm just going to start like warfaring Mm -hmm. in worship for you. And I don't even know who this is for. I didn't know if it was for me sometimes. I didn't know if it was for my husband, for like my babies sleeping. But I would then, I, then it was instead of four corners of my home, I went to like every doorway. I went to like each child's doorway and then my, and then my own bedroom. And then I just would, then I would just start worshiping in the living room very quietly. So like no one would hear me. And then eventually, yeah, that like stopped. And I don't even remember. It's like when quote unquote, my prayer was answered of like, I started sleeping through the night again because it just was this like easy transition Mm -hmm. of being faithful to like something that was not fun to be up in the middle of the night. And maybe the shepherds felt the same way. Like they were on night watch, you know, and they were obedient to like what God had for them at night. And nobody was seeing that. And I remember feeling that way in this season of just like really struggling. And if you find yourself in that, like whether it's insomnia or whatever you feel like it is you're dealing with where you're just like, Lord, this is scary. And like, nobody is seeing this in the middle of the night. And I, and it's lonely. You're it's the dead quiet yeah. of night. No one is awake. I don't want to disrupt my husband's sleep. Cause I'm like, okay, he shouldn't suffer. Cause I feel like I'm <laughs> suffering. Like someone's got to be present for our children yeah. tomorrow. And it just, Kimmy and I were talking about this earlier too, but it shaped so much of that season 
shaped so much of my character because of this like trial that he put me through. And I, to this day, I couldn't even tell you, well, it was actually for this, this, and this, and A plus B equals C, like we were talking about. And this is why, and this is who I was praying for. I, to this day, cannot tell you why, but all I know is that like those prayers were not wasted. Yeah. When you shifted your perspective of like, okay, this is horrible. This is whatever to this can, this is about me just giving him glory wherever I'm at. And Mm -hmm. I even remember I got emotional when you were saying that, Amanda, because I remember at one point you texting me being like, hey, can I pray for you for anything? Because I'm going to be up anyways. Yes. (laughs) Like in a sweet way. Oh my gosh, I remember you doing that that and being like, just like you were, but you offered that, like that night time to him yeah and, I was like here's and, the deal yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be awake you know at that like I was just thinking when you were talking like here's the thing you how many nights of your life your whole life did you sleep through the night way majority wait yes and you don't this remember was, those nights this was a speck, a speck in like this the span right. of my life you and know? those nights you don't remember because you're sleeping Mm-mm. but this was a formative time mm-hmm. in your life that you will never forget that mm-hmm. was such a sweet now looking back it went from hard oh, to like a sweet time of yes. being jesus it, i feel like it just taught me the like it just felt so sacred it it really was and it also just shows you how you can choose to hear the voice of the enemy or you can choose to hear mm-hmm. the voice of God. And it takes work and it takes effort and God will help you and he will equip you for that. And and lean on friends like I did with Kimmy. Like mm-hmm. I can remember reaching out to her and being like, hey, you know, maybe I asked for, maybe I asked her like, what can I pray for when I shifted my perspective? But there was definitely a time in the beginning where I was like, I'm scared. Like, can someone please pray? Yeah. Like, like I didn't I'm come out okay. being like, here we go, strong and <laughs> ready to start praying. I'm up at 3 a.m. Like that's not my like fleshly response. But again, like the Lord just shifted my perspective and it's like, I look back now and I'm like, okay, yeah, I remember in the beginning, like being really scared and feeling lonely. And I mean, it was, I think I've told you this, Cammie, but there was a point there in the beginning where I asked Jesus to hold me yeah, because I was on the couch just being like, I'm alone and nobody, and I'm scared and no one's awake. There's, I couldn't even pinpoint what was wrong. So it's like, I can't, yeah, I just felt out of control and like maybe some of it was hormones, who knows? But I just really believe that like in those really sacred holy nights like I got to spend time with Jesus and it's like it didn't matter what that looked like looking back now I'm like I'm just so thankful for it you know you it he really makes you like thankful for your trials yeah and yeah because you look back and you're like oh you know I couldn't you you couldn't control that like it happened and it was out of your control but then he really does take what the enemy meant for evil and turns it for Mm, good and now it helped build your character it built your faith Mm -hmm. and it built like now, like, the next time you were to walk through something like that, your immediate response mm-hmm. would be a lot quicker to, like, mm-hmm. turn to worship, turn to leaning in. Um, you know, like, I think of the shepherds, and it's like, they're, I don't know if they ever got interrupted again with an angelic presence or with dreams from God or whatever, but I can tell you right now, those next few months, probably the night watch after that happened, they were yeah. probably fighting each They're, other. Yeah. Who was going to sleep and who I was going to stay up with this? They're like, listen, the Lord may have some. Got my show tonight, so I need to be ready. Like, <laughs> it's it just, so it true. is. You're like, it's then so it true. changes everything. Of like, I'm actually expected. I'm yeah. actually excited. You know? And then you feel just strong. You do. You do. Yeah, you feel equipped. Yes. And you feel chosen. Mm-hmm. Like, he, for whatever reason, chose you in that time to be with him or maybe it was the enemy that chose it but god was like nope she's mine and we're gonna make this about me and her and it's just such a sweet thing so to wrap up this episode today we just wanted to encourage you to find peace and contentment in your day-to-day 
and trust that God will interrupt your mundane with the miraculous. Oh, so good. So good. Shepherds, we love you. We just love (laughs) you. We love you, shepherds. Sweet little shepherds. And no matter what you are shepherding yourself in this season of life, our prayer is that you would know that God has gone before you. He is our good shepherd. Yes. Absolutely. So good. Oh, well, I'm Cammie. I'm Amanda. We're Basically Basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic. And have a very merry Christmas. Christmas.